0: Hey everybody, welcome to the inaugural uh, issue of Fishcast, the ramblings and musings of a 21st century Christian trying to live like a first century Christian. Uh, this is really a discussion of my personal journey, and uh, my name is Mike Plicta, Uh, and this journey to really figure out what it means to live like a Christian uh, in the 21st century uh, with all the distractions and everything else that we have going on. Uh, You hear people talk about consistently, uh, Christians need to live like Jesus. We need to model Jesus' behavior. Well, I'm going to be honest. I have absolutely no idea what it means to live like Jesus uh, in our current day and age, but I'm not going to let that uh, keep me from trying to figure it out. So, Uh, Welcome. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy uh, some of the discussions that we're going to be having, some of the topics that we're going to cover as we try to figure out what it means to live like a Christian um, in today's day and age. So I figure we could start by giving you a little bit of background uh, about myself. Uh, As I mentioned, uh, my name is Mike Plichta. Uh, I've been a Christian Now for about 17 years, I would say, Um, had an experience shortly out of college uh, that led me to um, uh, accept Jesus into my heart. And uh, over these last 17 years, I've been really trying to figure out somewhat slowly uh, what that all means and uh, what it means when you do accept uh, Jesus into your heart as your Savior. I came to the conclusion uh, probably about four or five years ago that accepting Jesus into your heart is more than just uh, signing up for a Savior, someone to keep you from uh, uh, the perils of hell, as as the Bible uh, has taught us, uh, but really someone uh, that is not just your Savior, but also your Lord. And so as I've thought about that and, and tried to examine what that meant, for my own life, I, I came to the conclusion, or I shouldn't say came to the conclusion, I, I started feeling led in, in my prayer life that I needed to uh, step away from what I was doing. I uh, was in a, a sales role with a uh, fairly large uh, multinational company, um, would be considered somewhat successful, mildly successful uh, by today's uh, standards. Uh, but as I mentioned in my prayer life, I've, I had just been feeling this desire to leave and and to move on. And when I prayed, I always heard this this word go uh, in in my prayer time. Again, wasn't really sure what that meant. Uh, but as I continued to wait patiently uh, to see how that unfolded, I started having uh, having a series of events. Um, uh, coincide and, and only a way that God could do it that really convicted, in my mind, that I needed to step away from the business uh, that I was I was involved in and really needed to kind of pursue something different. Um, so over the last year, I've been uh, working that out um, through a, a series of of um, coincidences. As I'd mentioned, um, I finally yielded to what the Spirit was telling me to do and stepping out in obedience. And I didn't get there, as you can tell, as I mentioned immediately, uh, but it was really through listening to a number of different audiobooks and online sermons uh, that got me to the point that it was the right thing to do. Um, Probably one of the the most important things that factored into that was really listening to uh, Billy Graham's discussion on the Holy Spirit. Uh, it was his audiobook book uh, that really opened my eyes to the importance of obedience on a daily basis within the Christian life, and um, as as all Christians should be able to testify, uh, the Bible is very clear that when you become a Christian, you get the gift of the Holy Spirit in your life, and it was as I considered that and tried to unpack exactly what that meant. Um, Uh, Billy Graham made it abundantly clear that uh, the reason we don't experience the Holy Spirit in our lives uh, as powerful and as consistent as we need to is through obedience. It's through uh, being led and stepping out in faith and what the the Spirit is directing us as the promised counselor uh, that Jesus talked about in the Gospels. And so that really hit me. That really got me Thinking again about where I was on my personal journey, and 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 started breaking down those walls of having to try to move forward with um, going out in in this way that I've, I had continued to hear uh, in my journey and in my prayer life. So the first wall was broken down. Uh, what was the second wall? Well, the second wall was really a realignment on what my own personal purpose was uh in in relationship to this identity uh within Christ and uh, that really hit me in quite an unexpected way um you know i had known and came across um uh the purpose of man for um uh best, based off the westminster catechism i believe if i've got that right which is uh, the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. But um, within the context of that, w- we all understand that uh, when you become a Christian, you're no longer uh, focused on yourself. Uh, the, the Bible tells us that we have to pick up our cross daily. We have to die to ourselves. And I was still trying to figure out what that meant in the light of uh, obeying and moving forward. Uh, Quite unexpectedly, as I had mentioned, I came across a uh, old sermon uh, by um, uh, D. L. Moody that was put on uh, by the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. Uh, actually, it was on Moody Bible Radio one night, and it was a dramatic reinterpretation of a sermon that Moody had given, based off of uh, Mark 13 and Verses 32 through 34. And I'm going to read this to you because it's it's really interesting. It says, But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It is like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned tasks, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Now, this 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 section of verses in, in Mark 13 is is really about the end times, um, and that nobody knows when that's going to occur. But what Moody was touching on was really verse 34, uh, where again he says it's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task. And what Moody's point was that he was making in, in, this servant, in this sermon is that it's not the servant's task. They don't get to choose what they want to do. It's the owner of the house. It's his task, and he's tasked with taking care of the things that he finds important and that he's wanting, uh those servants to do. And man, when that hit me, it was like a load of bricks, and uh, I came to the realization that what I had been doing over uh, the last number of years since i had been become a Christian was really pursuing what I wanted and not what God had assigned to me to do. Um, and and so I knew at that point I, I had to make a change. The question was coming to uh, or the difficulty was coming to grips with that change and, and really what that meant, especially from a financial standpoint. So wall number two uh, was broken down. And now I moved on to wall number three, uh, which is really trying to figure out um, how I implement uh, where the Lord was leading me and and what I need to do. And and even the fact that I make that statement uh, should be pretty eye-opening to a number of you, because uh, really, we don't need to figure these things out. (laughs) God takes care of it. But Uh, Still, I I needed to, uh, in in my lack of faith uh, and and, um, dealing with this, I I needed to try to figure out what it meant for me and how I was going to be able to support my family. All right, so I've had three barriers, or I should say two barriers, that uh, God has helped me work through. We had the barrier of the understanding and knowledge of the Holy Spirit and obedience, is critical to empowering the Christian to walk daily uh, within the power of the Holy Spirit. We had barrier number two, what was my identity in Christ? And uh, what was I supposed to be doing as as calling Christ as my Lord and Savior, which is a very important uh, distinction. And then barrier number three uh, was really moving forward in faith to continue on this journey of go, um, but doing it um, without having all the answers and making sure that I could still take care of my family uh, and be the provider that that God has, has still called me uh, to be for uh, my wife and my children. So as I started dealing and struggling with, with this next step of uh, stepping out into the unknown, not knowing how I was going to provide for my wife and uh, all those things that go with modern living today, uh, including health insurance and uh, just paying normal bills and cell phone and internet access and all that fun stuff. Uh, I really had to try to figure out how I was going to be able to provide uh, for the family. So I started thinking through some of the different options. Uh, I'd been very uh, responsible with some of my earnings over the last couple of years and had been able to bank that. So that gave me a, a nice little nest egg, uh, not a lot, uh, but as I had been working through this journey. I started to understand that God was preparing me uh, for taking this next step. And so, in my previous position, he was also helping me to be successful uh, toward as I close out my uh, uh career uh with my my previous employer. Uh, the Lord was setting up a number of things to make it a very successful year for me financially. And uh by his grace, he uh, allowed me to uh, get a substantial uh bonus at the end of the the fiscal year, which uh, really helped preparing us um uh preparing myself and and feeling comfortable for this next step and so um by god's grace, he made that happen I was able to put together a plan. For transitioning out uh, of the company, because that was the other thing that I was very cognizant of. I did not want to burn bridges, uh, especially as I'm telling my employer that my purpose has shifted and that I'm stepping away from the organization to continue to follow my calling as a Christian. I just needed to make sure that it gave the right testimony in Christ to uh, the people I was working with on a daily basis, uh, as well as um, the, the leaders within my company Uh, so through all those things I was able to put together this plan over uh, the previous uh, six to nine months and um, uh, one of the amazing things that happened coming through that whole experience is uh, it actually gave me an opportunity that had been kind of sitting there on my heart maybe uh, uncovered but something that was nagging in the back of my mind and it, it was being able to live out uh, my faith more openly than what i had been and that opened up a lot of discussions with people uh, being able to testify to what god had been doing in my life and uh, how he'd been preparing me for taking this next step and uh, just some really great conversations with people uh, that wouldn't have occurred uh, without me being open and and honest and, and transparent and moving forward with this journey So that was roadblock number three. God prepared me. He prepared a way. And now I am stepping out in faith uh, to go on this journey and um, figure out what God has in store for me. Uh, I really have no idea uh, what every day is going to look like from uh, this point moving forward. But I know that God's got a plan and we're going to figure it out. And hope you guys enjoyed this first installment of the podcast Uh, and if you did come right along with me uh, on this journey and if you have any questions if you have any thoughts anything you want to add uh, just respond within this cast and uh, we'll figure out a way to get that addressed in subsequent podcasts. so have a great day everybody thanks for your time